Welcome to Brit David Podcast. Today, Pastor Tim brings us a message entitled, God's Guiding Presence. From Numbers, chapter 9, verses 15 through 23. Some foodie once said, when you come to a fork in the road, take the fork. Seriously though, what do you do when you come to one of life's forks in the road? Maybe that fork is about moving to a new town, or maybe taking a new job, or saying yes to a proposal. How do you know what you're supposed to do? God answered that for his wandering people by giving them himself, by guiding them with his presence. He showed up as a cloud during the day and as a pillar of fire at night. His presence left no doubt as to what they should do. Here's Pastor Tim. I want you to take your Bible and turn with me tonight to the book of Numbers. Numbers chapter number 9. Come to a passage of scripture tonight that uh, I think I find more difficult to put into sermon form uh, just because it's a passage that I've used so many times throughout my life, just simply in application form. It's one of those passages when I turn to it in my Bible that I find underlines and double underlines and circles and stars and notes, and it's a page that is well-worn in my Bible. There are always times of decision in life. Sometimes it's the decision concerning a job. Sometimes it's the decision concerning a spouse. Sometimes it's a medical decision. Sometimes it's a moving decision. Those decisions for the believer are to be sought of the Lord. What would he have us to do? In fact, if you can come to a point in those decisions where you really... It's a difficult spot. But if you could really come to a point to where you have eliminated your will in that decision, and you are genuinely ready to say, God, let your will be done, whatever it is. I don't, I don't, I don't, have, a, I don't have a preference anymore. I don't, I don't have an inclination or leaning I am completely and utterly, not only, not only dependent on you, but I am at your disposal. You do with me whatever you want to do. I think that's a point that God will honor. I believe that He will honor your seeking. I believe that He would honor you with direction concerning those kinds of decisions. I am so tempted to tell you my own stories, but I don't want this to be my story, I want this to be your story. Because God can use this very same passage, the way that He's done in my life, the way that He did in the Hebrews' life, He can do that in your life as well. I want to talk to you tonight about God's guiding presence. And I want us to pick up our reading in verse number 15 of Numbers chapter number 9. The Bible says, and on that day that the tabernacle was raised up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, the tent of the testimony, 
from evening until morning until it was above the tabernacle like the appearance of fire. And so it was the cloud covered it by day and the appearance of fire by night. We're going to continue reading through that, but you probably are well familiar with this, at least the story of this. The cloud by day and the fire by night. The guiding principle with which God used to bring His people out of their bondage in Egypt and into the promised land. You know, the direction or the distance that they had to go was only about 11 miles. Once they crossed the Red Sea, they didn't have very far to go. And yet, it took them 40 years to go 11 miles. You think traffic in Columbus is bad. (laughs) It's bad because they're just going in circles. They're like Pasquale Perez on I-285. Only the old people know what that means. (laughs) They just went in circles. The reason why they did that was because of their disobedience. Because of their disobedience to God. God told them that He would deliver them from Egypt and that He would deliver them to the promised land. A land that was flowing with milk and honey. I don't think they were wrong in sending out spies. I think that was wonderful. They would have come back with such an incredible report. Remember, they said, they said these grapes are humongous. You know, everything there is so big and it's so wonderful, it's great. But ten of the twelve said, we can't do that. And only two, only Joshua and Caleb said, the Lord can do that. And so, just so that you know that all of those Israelites were really Baptists, (laughs) they said, we can't do that. And they went with the majority and they voted against God's will. Because of that, God cleared out an entire generation and taught them how to be dependent on Him, not just in the big decisions of life, not just about going into the promised land, but every single day. Who's going to supply us with food today? God will. Who's going to give us quail today? God will. Who's going to give us water today? God will. Who's going to make sure that our clothes don't wear out? God will. God taught them to be dependent upon Him every single day. And maybe the lesson of that is no clearer than what we see in Numbers chapter number 9 concerning the cloud by day and the fire by night. Let me tell you these four things about the cloud by day and the four by night. Fire by night. (laughs) Number one. This cloud fire was a present sign. It was a present sign. It was a sign of the presence of God. He says, when the tabernacle was raised up, that was the place for men to abide. That was the the place where God would meet with them. But it was their place. It was their tent. It was, it was their uh, place of gathering together with God to hear from Him. But then it says the cloud covered the tabernacle. 
the cloud represented simply the presence of God. That it covered that place where they would meet with Him. Notice that He calls it in this, in this 15th verse, the tent of the testimony. If you notice, the word tent is in lowercase, just like the word tabernacle. But if your translation is like mine, the word testimony is a capitalized T. It's representative of God. It's representative of God's Word. It's representative of God's presence. He is there among them. I want to tell you something. When you get into those kinds of places where you are desperate, oftentimes you're going to find yourself in trouble. The storms are going to be bigger than you ever imagined. The waves far too big for you to surf or to sail. And you become dependent simply on God and His presence. And when everything else seems to be wrong, the one thing that can hold you is knowing that it's God's presence. I think about those disciples on the boat when Jesus comes walking to them and they don't even recognize Him. The Bible says that they were afraid. Jesus says, do not be afraid. It is I. It's I. The presence of God in the midst of your circumstances sometimes is all that you need to get you through those circumstances. To have His presence. Remember what God said to Joshua? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you. When Isaiah said that Messiah would come, he said, you will call his name Emmanuel, which simply means God with us. It is the presence of God that makes all the difference in the world in the life of a believer. Now, sometimes when people read a passage like this, they'll come away and they'll say, well, you know, I mean, if I could look up and see a cloud, then I would know that it's God's presence. If there's a, if there's a pillar of fire that I can see at night, then I'll know that God's presence is really there. How can you be assured of God's presence when you can't see Him? Let me tell you. Number one, you can, you can know of God's presence because of His Word. He said that He would be present. Do you believe in Him? Do you trust Him? Have you been born again? The Bible says that the Spirit of God doesn't rest above you like a cloud. It doesn't cover you like fire at night. The Bible says that He is in you and is with you. He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. You can trust His presence because of His Word. And secondly, you can trust His presence because of His work. Look at what God is doing around you. 
Look at those things that can only be attributed to Him. I think God likes to work that way. I, I think God likes to work in such a way that there is no other explanation for what is happening to you or is happening around you than Him. No one to share His glory. No one to share His applause. No one to share credit with Him. You know that it's God. So how do you know that it's God? How do you know it's God? How do you know it's not the devil trying to trick you? How do you know that it's not your mind trying to play tricks on you? If you see a person who is inclined towards God, towards the things of God, they have an interest, they have a question, they have a curiosity, they have a draw. God is at work in their life. Now, Tim, but, I mean, anybody could do that. Anybody could, anybody could have questions. Anybody could, anybody, could, anybody could draw near to the Lord. That's not what the Bible says. No man draws near to the Lord unless he woos them. If God is at work in that person's life, if he's at work in your life, then you will know it. Look around this place. Look into the lives of the people that are around you. Can you not see the presence of God? Look within your family. Look within your own life. Consider your own quiet times. Maybe I just struck a nerve. Because <laughs> if you're not having your quiet times, you're probably not seeing His presence very often. Sometimes we're riding down the road. Dana likes to push buttons. If there are buttons in cars, she likes the buttons. And she likes for the air to go up, she likes for the air to go down. And so sometimes when she reaches to push the air, she hits the radio button. It doesn't matter, does it? Doesn't matter if it moves point one or point two, if it if if she really cranks it up. If it gets off the station, we're not listening to that station anymore. Doesn't matter how far away from the Lord that you get. If you neglect Him, you won't hear from Him. Are you attuned to Him? You don't need a cloud. You don't need fire. You have the presence of God within you. And it is His presence that will guide you. This is not just about God's guiding hand. This is about God's guiding presence. It is a present sign. Number two, the cloud fire is a perpetual sign. A perpetual sign. Did you notice it in verse number 16? It says, so it was always. Always the cloud was there. Always the fire was there. Before he ever gave the promise, I will not leave you or forsake you, he already was not leaving them nor forsaking them. His presence stayed with them because they were his people. 
His presence will stay with you. You say, yeah, but I just don't, I don't feel, I don't feel it. Okay. There are going to be days when you don't feel it. There are be days when you don't feel right. There are days when you will feel right. It's not about your feelings. It's about facts, right? That's why you look to His Word. That's why you look to His work. And not simply looking to your own perceptions. He said it would be perpetual. He said He would never leave. He says it was there always. The cloud covering it by day, the appearance of fire by night. Whether it's day, whether it's night, He is there. Whether your circumstances are good or whether they're bad, He is there. In the midst of tragedy or in the midst of triumph, He is still there. In, the, in times of victory and in times of defeat, He is still there. And you can take great comfort in that. You want a guiding presence? This is a present sign. This is a perpetual sign. Number three. The cloud and fire was a protective sign. A protective sign. He used this word a couple of times, once in verse 15 and once in verse number uh, 16, that, that this cloud covered that tabernacle. It's important to know that it's covered. Now, when you think about the cloud by day, you may think about any kind of ordinary day around here. Look up in the cloud, I mean, look up in the sky, and, and even when you see blue sky, we see clouds. We see clouds all the time. Why would, why would that remind us? In fact, we look at clouds around here so much we start seeing pictures in them, right? What do you see in that cloud? You probably don't want to know, to tell you the truth. But that's not how it is in, the, in that Sinai desert. There are not clouds out there. Very seldom will you see any kind of cloud. For them to see a cloud was enough for them to know that is the presence of God. And it's not just some little cloud like the one that Elijah saw. He said that was the size of a man's fist. This is a cloud that covered their tabernacle. Their entire tabernacle. His presence covers you. It's not, it's not a shadow that comes down because it, it, you know, and, and covers just a part of your life so that half of you's in the sun and half of you's in the shade. He covers every part of your life. There's not a portion of your life that he is not intimately interested in nor involved in. He created you. He loves you. He has a relationship with you that is unique among all peoples. He protects you. You see, in those times of decision, it's likely, should I say that? I don't offend you by saying likely, do I? I can look at myself and say, it is likely that I will make the wrong, the wrong choice. If I'm dependent upon myself at all, then I am most likely to make the wrong choice. He doesn't leave me. He doesn't forsake me. He doesn't disown me. He corrects me. He rebukes me. He gets me back in line. 
of all of the Apollo missions that made their way to the moon, NASA revealed a statistic that surprised me greatly. 90% of the time, that module was off course. 90% of the time, the module is not where it's supposed to be. So what do they do to fix that? Every hour? Every 30 minutes? Every 15 minutes? Every 5 minutes? Every minute? Mission Control calls and says, you need to alter your course by 0.5, by 0.3, by 0.1. It's because they stay connected to Mission Control that there's not an Apollo rocket out there floating in space right now. Are you going to get off course? Absolutely you are. We live in a fallen world and we are fallen people. And sometimes we're going to follow our fallen natures. But you stay close to mission control. And he will lead you exactly where you need to be. He will protect you in every area of your life. Let me give you one more. We're going to spend more time on this one and we're going to finish out our passage with this one too. The cloud and the fire was a pathway sign. It was a pathway sign. Like, like Isaiah said, the, the voice of God whispers from behind us saying, this is the way, walk in it. He guides us and He leads us into the ways that we should go. He shows us the pathway. In fact, if you will, look there in verse number 17. The Bible says, whenever... I told you that there were a few of those double underlines. That word's double underlined in my Bible. Whenever the cloud was taken up from above the tabernacle, after that the children of Israel would journey. And in the place where the cloud settled, there the children of Israel would pitch their tents. So you get the idea? There's the cloud. It is fully covering the tabernacle. One day, the cloud simply begins to move. And as the cloud moves, the people go, hey, the cloud's moving. We, we, we want to be under the protection of the cloud. We want to be under the protection and the guidance of the presence of God. We ain't staying here. If the cloud's moving, we're moving. And they're moving right along with the cloud. They're continually keeping watch. When the cloud finally stops, that's where they stop. If the cloud keeps moving, they keep moving. If the cloud sits still, then they sit still. The cloud became their directional pathway. It became the answers within their guidance. Join us tomorrow here on Brit David Podcast for the conclusion of Pastor Tim's message. God's Guiding Presence, from Numbers, chapter 9, verses 15 through 23. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is churchoffice at brittdavid.org. 
We are located at 2801 West Brit David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Brit David Podcast.